2: started. Welcome.
0: Oh, I
2: like that. Yeah, so uh, this is the Mouth of Manliness. Um, If you've not been here before, uh, we have an hour of talking about our feelings and uh, our thoughts and general stuff that's going on in our minds and brains. Um, uh, It's... At the moment, uh, we are quite far ahead of episodes, but we dropped our third episode um, the week just passed. So, yeah, we're three weeks in. Yeah. Uh, We've had quite a phenomenal response.
1: Mate, it's been crazy. I'm almost, I don't think I will get sick of saying thank you. No, me either. It's like I find myself constantly going, thank you, thank you, thank you, thanks a lot. But it's uh, because there's so many people are just reaching out and just saying lovely, lovely things. But they're saying thank you to
2: our... Thank you for being honest,
1: I think, is the main thing.
2: Yeah. So, like, the last one, for those, hopefully, you heard episode three, it was a pretty heartfelt one where we kind of talked about... Talked a lot about... Talked mostly with Brad, really. uh, And Brad was, like really, really Waffling. beautifully honest. Uh, and he was talking about his dad and and some really tragic circumstances. And I I, I think be, there's beauty in honesty and I think people seem to really... They, it, it warms their hearts and they can connect with that honesty. Um, and I think very much um, that's kind of what we're about. So if you've not heard us before, we are really about being honest. That is, that's all it's about here.
1: There's no other agenda. No, there There's really no, is. We haven't given any thought about, you know, what we're going to say or do or anything else. It's just openness, open heartedness, and just sort of seeing, you know, what what's going on and what comes out, really. Yeah,
2: and I think uh, the one thing that really struck me is recently we've had some we've had some amazing responses on on uh, you know social media and. We've had a few particularly lovely ones from, from women uh, and they've felt oh, yeah. particularly kind of touched by Brad's story. And um, and it made me feel the need to kind of reiterate, if I haven't said it already, that, uh, that although there is manliness in the title, the link is also the mouth of madness and the craziness that goes on in our brains. So I think... Um, that applies to absolutely everyone you know man woman you know trans it doesn't matter mm. and i feel really strongly that we're about inclusion we're about everyone and talking to everyone and you know and hearing from everyone and it's not just about men the manliness element of it is is that there's two men talking you know, I like to I don't really like to associate myself strongly with being a man, particularly no. as I got older, I'm more comfortable with
1: that. I find myself as trying like not trying not to associate with too much, to be honest. Just, you know, whatever's happening and going on and taking each day as it comes, because you don't really get a chance to sort of associate with too much. But I think what is kind of nice is people just getting from us Like, people don't always have to ask questions or necessarily have a particular thing that they have in their minds and agenda. What seems to be happening is they're listening and going, oh, bloody hell, I feel a little bit like that. I didn't even realise other people did necessarily or I, I thought it was just me or that's really mad that you say that because I had a similar thing and this has happened to me and everything else. And it's quite nice knowing that simply by saying stuff, and even in this actual instance, me saying stuff on this podcast, it's, it is therapy, you know? And It, it is, is therapy. Like being able totally. to like release the power that all this stuff has got. Yeah. Um, and other people can kind of do it as well without actually having to come on camera and microphone and do it themselves.
2: Yeah, well, it's almost like I kind of see it as us, almost by us bearing our souls and other people, Might be able to do it themselves. It doesn't mean they've got to do it publicly like we fucking chose. They should do.
1: do. I think everyone should have a podcast. Everyone's got
2: to do (laughs) it. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. No, I agree. And today, someone messaged me saying uh, they really liked my kind of bastard brain analogy, and how and how they said like. That kind of realization that you don't have to listen to it. No. That your brain is, is your brain's not actually being a bastard. Your brain's trying to help you out. Yeah, that's structural. We've with evolved me. That me, that past did. the need for it. Yeah. And I, I was listening to um there's, uh well, I watched it because I, I don't like I need lots of stimulus all the time. So I watch things whilst I'm drawing, whilst I'm working normally. And there was a Russell Brand podcast but it was filmed uh with Darren Brown. Darren Brown, who I've, since reading his book, um, Happiness, uh, I've got a massive newfound respect for. Mm, definitely. And he was really fantastic on this. And they were talking about exactly that. Um, you know, like, the way like we've evolved past the point of our brain needing to fucking protect us all the time. We don't actually need
1: it. It's just like the people normally say, like, there's no saber-toothed tigers walking around. Yeah, so yeah, So you yeah. have to react no, to exactly that, that. that level of danger. Yeah, it's exactly mm. that.
2: But I tell you, so... I've I've had a few blips recently when I felt, like since doing the podcast, uh, I, I felt really well, uh, and I haven't felt massively down, and that's because I've got something to get excited about, mm-hmm. and it feels good, and I'm getting lots of feedback. Yeah. All those things feed my ego and make me feel better. Yeah. And then I had a right dip at the weekend just gone, uh, and I was at a really low ebb. And I, in uh, suicidal thoughts come back. I'm thinking, oh, should I put a fag out on my arm? You know, wow. just all of those things that like you say, wow. But to me, that's like, like I'm used to that all the time. Yeah. So this was, but I haven't had it for a while. I probably haven't had it for about a month. Mm. And then, and I'm like, what? What the fuck's going on? And then it, it kind of dawned on me that the main reason I was unhappy is because. I felt my like some of my friends they weren't sharing our sharing our stuff on Facebook yeah. and Instagram and that kind of thing. Which, you know, on the face of it, I think, well, why wouldn't they? But what they so I had the bad weekends. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, we did some stuff together and that was good. Yeah. But on the main like I was feeling really low and it was like because I, it occurred to me. I, I have psychotherapy on Monday mornings, right? Yeah. In a group, I've probably said before. Mm. Um, and, like, it, the session starts with... Every, have I said this before? I no, know. I don't think so. Like it doesn't matter if you have... Fuck it's it. a group, but the session starts with... Like, there's kind of like announcements. Uh, and then it's... Um, right, we'll breathe... Right, everyone, breathe for a minute, reflect, and bring whatever you want into the space... Sounds so airy-fairy, um, but I've, I'm learning that airy-fairy is good, mm. like, it's good, like, it's, you know, the man in me is going, oh, what a load of bollocks, but actually I'm learning that that man in me is full of shit, Is it like, just, if I don't, if I'm not open-minded to things, then I, I don't get any better.
1: Is it just because, like, that's the lingo that they use, yeah, and yeah. it's like, uh, is it, is there, a, is there a technical reason why they use a lot of that No, lingo? no, not really. It, it's it, just it's because just, it's passed it, down from therapist to therapist. Yeah, and... yeah, yeah, yeah. Right.
2: Um, it is. It's exactly. It's, there's nothing technical going on. No. Um, and I'm sitting there not saying anything. And then one of the other guys there, uh, who's he's really lovely and he's got, he's kind of really, he's tuned into everyone. It's really, really nice. Mm. And he went, I can see that so and so's doing really well today. And then they said, but I don't think Nick is.
0: Wow. And I'm like,
2: No, I'm not. And I, I was thinking, I was sitting there not saying anything, think thinking that I really should talk this through. Um, and then I started talking about it. And then I found myself, what just just this is what this is this is why I can't say What we're doing and why we're doing it is trying to get people just to talk. Yeah. Because I found myself by actually saying the words, saying like, you know, I felt like, you know, my friends let me down or I don't care, blah, 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 you know, which is all bullshit. None of that. It's it's all, it's all, I realise as I'm talking my way through it, I talk myself into the position that actually – why am, I, why am I looking for others to make me happy? yeah and in some ways that's kind of what i when we are thinking about when I was thinking about what I'd like to talk about today was that that we we naturally seem to look for others to make us happy mm. and how that's a massive trap be it you know like as human beings, you know standardly people get married. And if that is not a massive thing about looking for someone else to make
1: you happy. Yeah. Like, like that is that is ingrained in our culture. Yeah, it's even in the lingo of the actual ceremony yeah. and everything, it's like a whole kind of stage of like right, you you're doing this now, so you you've got to do this.
2: Yeah. And and god forbid that you would, would just like oh, you know, it, you know someone actually just wants to be on their own. Yeah. You know, it's like, who's that, a shifty loner? You know, it's like, <laughs> yeah, they're not. why have
1: you got so many cats? Yeah, maybe they just want to be
2: on their own. Yeah, why not? Maybe they don't need other things to make them happy. No. I think, like, as humans, we're sociable animals. And I recognise that I need to be around and interact with people because that makes me feel happier. The
1: importance of social interaction is highly under- appreciate it doesn't get spoken about enough just being in and around other human beings to regulate emotions even or just like suppressing for a couple of seconds and having to engage with another person and ask about their emotions can kind of regulate yours and kind of get you thinking along that or even not thinking and just being like in a completely different zone and being off in conversation or talking or doing everything else. It's, it's really, really important. I think it's one I of the most important so. things. I, I
2: think we have an inherent need for connection. So like in life, we need to connect to people uh, in some way uh, to make us feel worth. But what I was kind of realising was that actually it's kind of, it's a darker than that. It's not as straightforward as... Um, I'm actually kind of looking for people to make me happy. Yeah. Or looking for other people. I'm looking for kind of acceptance to make me feel happy and Mm. feel worth. And that's different from you feeling uh, like connected or communion in some way. Yeah, Yeah, I understand. So it's that kind of, there is a difference in there. Yeah. And I realised that, like, you know, I'm looking on, like I really want the podcast to do well. Yeah. So I'm spending all my time looking at how many people are listening, how many people are uh, following us, you know, on Instagram and all of that shit, right? And and I say that shit as in, I say that in the nicest possible way because actually I think there's some great things about it. Oh, totally. And uh, I've connected with people I haven't spoken to for a lifetime and all the lovely things we've had back on um, messages. Hmm. However... When that shifts and you're like, that becomes, you know, too important. And then you're like, then if your happiness depends on it, then that's something going wrong.
1: It's just out of balance, I guess. Like yeah. the shift is kind of shifted too far the wrong way. Like it's not. there's nothing wrong with feeling that and wanting that. I, can't, I think we're kind of in a culture even more so now with um, people kind of seeing that it's Feasible to earn a living Just from being on Instagram I think that That shit might have sailed Kind of thing But you know You get people going on And you know Working out And selling bloody deodorant And stuff yeah, like yeah, that Yeah that's that. and, and
2: that's fine And I, I really Don't want to come from A position of like oh that's wrong That's wrong because No Because I really don't feel that It was just that kind of Realisation in myself That I'm looking for others To make me happy Yeah And that uh, And that is always Going to be wrong Looking out Basically, that kind of idea that you're looking externally for things to make you happy. Yeah. That is why, um, if you look at the 12 steps, uh, you know, most addiction and that is that you're looking for something externally of you to make you happy. Mm-hmm. And this kind of comes back to that kind of spiritual idea that actually is all within you. Yep. Um, and I believe that. Yeah. And I believe that because I feel like I've tested everything else. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I don't say it like, as in, you know, just as a throwaway comment. Like I kind of say it as in, like I, I feel that is that is it, and it's about saying and trying to be a bit more present and comfortable mm. than having to worry about outside. And then, yeah, you sent me that thing about saying. I know it was like, like it was that that um, what was his name? The thing you sent me. Oh.
1: Gary Vanacek, I think the American guy, is like a business coach. I'm just see he's cropping up more and more on uh, Instagram on my feed. I guess because I probably I've follow watched him it
2: before Facebook. And I yeah. like him, but essentially he was saying to like this this young girl that what's important is you being you. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh yeah, because she doesn't won- matter how many followers you have got. That's it. That she was a rapper, wasn't she? Matter. Yeah. The importance is it's about being authentic and genuine to yourself. Yeah, and then. And so then I was going through this in, like, psychotherapy. And then I just totally talked myself around. To the point I walked away thinking, I'm all right. I'm doing all right. amazing. Because then I think, like, when we come here, I'm being genuine. I'm being authentic. Yeah. And I think, and by being authentic in front of a lot of people... Yeah. ...makes me feel like I'm being even more authentic. Yeah, totally. Like, you know, someone I don't know knows me inside out yeah it's like there's no barrier between me and the real me
1: no kind of thing yeah it's an odd one because you'd like you would you find it easy to open up this much like to someone on the bus or something like that not necessarily but Uh, yeah i would
2: and i I, I, more
1: so than like friends and family
2: i've opened up massively to people i don't know particularly Mm. um if the situation, so if, if someone it presents to the, if someone I don't know that well, but I, you know, like, you know, say you came over with a mate and they seemed a bit sad. Yeah. And I felt by me opening up might make them feel better. Yeah. I'd fucking tell them my life. Yeah, yeah, cool. I wouldn't even think about it. No. And uh, yeah. that's, I've just, got into that point, really.
1: Yeah, there's a thing that's, like, people normally come into a conversation with their scripts, don't they, and stuff that I've realised, especially in, like, previous episodes of stuff that I've said, I think, oh, why am I actually saying that? It's because that's a, like, a knee-jerk response to what I'm actually kind of saying, but to actually be here in this situation now, and literally, I don't know what I'm going to say next, or now, or even now, um, that is honest, right? Yeah. It's like the purest form of communication.
2: Yeah, and that's why I love this, mm. because this is all about honesty, and I think what happens is that uh, you're so busy kind of fighting your brain, and you're fighting everything on a daily basis, that Constantly, it's really yeah. hard to be honest, and actually being honest, not necessarily to everyone else, but just being honest to yourself, yeah really helps, Yeah, it really helps you get your head in line, and... Like you know what when you just, what, you know you're just being honest like oh I'm upset about that mm. and it was like with what I was talking about I'm upset because I feel like my friends don't care and that makes me feel insecure yeah it was it was just came down to actually that makes me feel insecure
1: did you feel like it's bringing a lot of like past feelings maybe from school and yeah, yeah. family and stuff like that and are any of those friends from like school or from that dynamic of like maybe band stuff or whatever oh
2: yeah of course like it's like you know yeah of course but um and then uh, yeah so you lots of things come into play so you start telling yourself it's like that your bastard brain going well, you've been friends for so long. Why wouldn't they do it? They yeah. must hate you. Yeah. And you're like, no, that's not true. No. Actually, they're just busy. They're doing their, they're, they're getting by themselves. Yeah. Like we're all getting by. Yeah. So I shouldn't be throwing my emotions that way. No. Because actually, that, like that, you know, really, that that's that's not helpful. No. And that makes me feel bad.
1: Yeah. What I've done in the past is I've actually reacted to that emotion and messaged and said, oh, you haven't done such and such or this. Uh, nowhere near as much as I kind of used to. I probably haven't done it like that for maybe like five or ten years or whatever. But um, to mutual friends of ours, I've had times when I've been like, no, I'm actually going to message and raise it. And nine times out of ten, I know it's easy to say, but they normally go, oh, know'm sorry. Like, I've just been really busy. Yeah, like, so oh, I'm gutted you're upset. And like, like on the on the front foot of it, all kind yeah, of yeah. things. Like,
2: I, I'm really sorry. I didn't realise. Yeah,
1: and people genuinely are, are busy. I think, didn't it turn out, that um people did sort of get back in touch. and Yeah. Uh,
2: yeah. 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 Now, this is another thing. Yeah. So I was saying that and I would said to Brad, I've already got it, that like my friends aren't like sharing the podcast on Facebook. And then someone got back to me. My good friend, John shared something yesterday and it was like, and Brad was saying rather insightfully is that once I'd let go of that kind of negative thoughts, that, oh, that was it, yeah, yeah. once I started being let go of it and being a bit more positive, then positive stuff happened. Yeah. And I found since doing the podcast, like, we've been... Like, it's a positive thing we're doing. Right? Totally, yeah. Uh, you know, we're not looking for, you know, for pats on the back and that, but... We are a bit. Well, we are a bit, yeah, because we still are... We, uh, we still have egos. Yeah. But essentially, we are... um you Know we're trying to do a good thing at the same time, yeah. So, uh, it's a positive thing, mm. and um, and positive things have happened as a result, like us being on here Boston, yeah. Uh, I had an art company get in touch with me and they want to sell some of my artwork, yeah, mate. You know, like I, I've wanted that since I was a kid, you yeah. Know, like to some, have someone sell my artwork, I've wanted that since I was a boy, cause yeah. It was, it was the only thing I was ever any good at yeah and so then it was like oh I've put something positive out yeah and then that's come back
1: in a funny way though I find I don't know whether it's the same for you but like letting go of that actual notion if I like obviously talking for you there may have been times in your life where you're like right I've got to sell my art I'm gonna do my best to put it in this place or that place or I'm gonna set up this and try and do that and you're pushing and pushing and pushing like for me you know I've Got a couple of music companies and like I'm pushing and trying to like, I'll go to this group and I'll get this and I'll do this bit on the website and you push and push and push. Then you have a day where you're like, I can't push anymore. Like. I've got nothing else to give. Nothing's happening. Like, am I actually any good? Is it actually going to work? Am I, like, just fooling myself? And then you have another day of, like, thinking, all right, fuck this. I'm just going to concentrate on, you know, other work or something else, other, no, other hobbies or whatever. And literally, like, the day after that, something will crop up Sorry, and yeah. they go, oh, yeah, we've seen your website. Like, we've heard your music. We've seen your art. Like, oh, we want to do it. And you're like, yeah. what is that about? It's, like, some cruel, like, rule that you know whatever you believe in god or the big bang is kind of made up and said like right what we'll do we'll let them like be great at this stuff but they can only really be great at it when they give it give all of the effort up but they let it go yeah it's like what the fuck is that about doesn't even make sense
2: yeah that, that was kind of what i took from what you said that once you kind of let it go then something good happens and uh, and I think there's something in it it happens
1: more and more and when you look I mean films it happens in films all the time like some disaster happens and out of that thing comes something like really good like, it might just be that it's in our inherent programming because of films and music and stuff yeah, like that but yeah we've talked
2: about it before haven't we yeah that, that shit seeps into your brain it almost molds you yeah
1: totally but I'd, I believe there's other you know stuff going on there's too much amazing stuff in the world for stuff like that not to happen but I just wish it would fuck off for a, like a little while and just let us reap the rewards of the effort that we're kind of putting in. I guess in the long term we probably do. Um,
2: yeah, I th- well so far we've been re- reaping rewards. Oh definitely, I mean it's yeah, as it,
1: in regards to this definitely in a really short space of time what we episode I don't even know what we're on now. <laughs> but, um, this is nine, yeah. Um, it, yeah. In that short space of time a hell of a lot has happened already, it's great.
2: But it's funny right, so I was thinking about this thing with me and about my uh, trying to kind of make myself happy by looking out and realising that that's bullshit because I'll always be unhappy if I do that. Yeah. Because everyone, people will always let you down whether they mean to or not.
1: And does that tie into drinking and drugs and everything else? Yeah, it
2: totally ties into that. Uh, and then, but then I was all, then I did think about you and that um okay. And I hope you don't mind me saying this: is that quite often, like you, you uh, you're you want to please people.
1: Totally, yeah, massive people pleaser.
2: Yeah, and and it winds you, and I see it, it winds you up in knots. Yeah, it
1: does. Yeah, and right. I, uh, yeah.
2: and I'm not particularly like that. I'm a little. I can be a little bit kind of. I suppose for me, I've always been so inside my own head, having a battle. Yeah, that. I don't necessarily try and please people too much. I do do it. Yeah. But then I kind of see it like that is, like you do it, like it seems to be quite prevalent with you. Yeah,
1: it's next level and it's inherent as well. My brother is exactly the same. Um, you know, if you, yeah, yeah, my brother would come around now and end up, you know, repainting this whole place for he'd literally go that far out of his way. Um, so I'd, I wonder where that comes from then. It's probably parental, I guess. My dad was the same. He's always helped people and done stuff for people, and you know, he it, it did sound and lighting and stuff at theaters and that. And you know, in that in our world, in this environment, everyone has got something they need doing or want doing, and stuff yeah. like that's how you know we're together, you know. But um, I think, from a personal point of view, it's almost as if, and it's only sort of reflecting on this now. It's just easier for me to make sure everyone else is alright because then I don't have to worry about pissing anyone off by saying, No, actually I wanna do this kind of thing.
2: So is it like you're buying so right it's it's almost like my like my friend's uh attempts, uh he'll be like if he's if we go to a festival for example, he'll spend the week prior to the festival doing loads of good things at home so that he's almost and he says it, he's like he's getting things in the bank so that he can relax at the festival, right? Okay, knowing that he's banked loads of
1: points, done his bit, yeah, kind of thing.
2: And like, yeah, I don't, I don't feel the need to do that because I feel I like do enough anyway. Yeah, um, but I read something many, many years ago, and um, it made me think of my friend Amy, who's always desperately trying to please everyone all mm. the time. And uh, and I told her about it. And she it struck a chord with her, but she didn't. It, it it's not very nice about the kind of the people pleasing. Yeah, is that from your point of view? You're like I'm I'm being really lovely. I'm re- I'm I'm really nice, but actually it's quite selfish. Okay. In actuality, um, you're pleasing yourself.
1: Oh Yeah, by doing that, by yeah. doing that thing, yeah,
2: by doing the um, I'm you know, I'm trying to please everyone all the time, it's kind of uh, it's self, uh, it gives you a grand notion of being like, uh, I'm oh, yeah, I'm really good, I'm helping everyone, yeah, but at the same time, you're like, uh, so you're feeding your ego, or as like Freud would say, the id, uh, and then. But then also, it's actually quite selfish what you're doing because you're not really doing it for necessarily the right reasons. No, which is a really weird way to think about it. Yeah, I never but when really you do think about it in those terms. Yeah, um, it can it can create a shift. Yeah, if you think about it in those terms, it's like actually, um, I, I don't need to do it. No. I don't really need to do because you like I see you, you tie yourself up in knots, trying yeah. to help everyone. Like the other day you were doing like CCCV and like you're desperately trying to be good and do the right thing by people. Yeah. And um and I, I'm sitting back thinking not thinking that actually is being selfish guy. I don't actually necessarily totally agree with it. Yeah, it's really but hard to I do for think there's grasp. something in it. Yeah. In in that kind of idea that uh, it isn't actually totally selfless.
1: No, it, I think. Yeah, I mean, with the obvious elements of wanting to keep friends and keep people liking me.
2: Yeah, but then again, that goes back to what I was saying. Yeah, about you know keeping friends and keeping people liking you. Yeah. Uh, like, act- like, what does that really serve? I like, don't actually, know. what you're saying, you know, actually, it's kind of like saying. Well, I'm, I'm insecure because they won't like me for
1: me. Yeah, totally. You know I, mean? I think from my personal point of view, I don't know. I've got no sort of sense of self-identity because I do so many different things and everything else and I'm sort of all over the place. Um, I don't think I can... Uh, I don't think I can impose myself... On anyone else because I don't really know who I am because I'm so busy trying to be the person that they want me to be, kind of thing. Yeah, this has really got me, this No, that's what what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's very
2: um, like that's. This wasn't my intention, like when we came in here, but like as we're going, I'm thinking there's something in this. Yeah, there is, and it's like as you're saying, you're doing all that because you don't feel like you have an identity. Yeah, and it's like, well then. The answer is, is for you to find an identity in it, yeah. and your identity really is, like I I see you as a creative. See, you, like much like, like, I kind of, over the last few years, I kind of honed myself in. saying, I'm a creative. Yeah, and that's what I, and that's what I do. I think because it's so am.
1: loaded. Like I want to be able to say that, but it feels like the second I do say that i'm gonna have to i don't know it's just i think on a brass tax side of things it kind of comes down to money and everything else and like making a living out of being creative it just seems like such an impossible reality almost but then i've done it you know like this year and last year bits have started happening and it's sort of coming to fruition and then like i'm I've been so lucky, I've done some amazing stuff in the past and been in, involved in some incredible things. And I remember having those moments pop up and thinking like, like fuck, I've cracked it, you know, I've done it. Like, I can get a house and a car and everything else and all the things that are supposed to come with fame and fortune and everything else. But in a weird kind of way, being set up to think like that and then it not happening... Has been a kind of. That's happened to me. Yeah. It's been, it's a kind of. It throws you, knocks you right off. It does, but it's a good thing that it does because part of the journey, I think, is realizing that I don't actually want any of that stuff. What I want is to be financially secure and my kids and my wife to be great and have whatever they want. What I actually want is a Volkswagen camper van to drive around the world in. And to be earning some sort of passive income, so I can go and do that and like play guitar and, and do something you like doing. Yeah, exactly, making music. Yeah, that's what it is.
2: So, I, so yeah, I was thinking just generally in terms of like the idea of kind of pleasing others. Yeah, is um, it's very different from saying just trying to make you know trying to be be nice. Yeah. Being nice and trying to not be not be a wanker. Yeah. Like, it's that's funny. one thing. So I kind of think, just try and be nice and not be a wanker. Like, I think that's, like, in you anyway.
1: Yeah, I think so. I couldn't really, like, bring myself to be an arsehole to anyone. But I've yeah. been told on three separate occasions by people that I've been in bands with, actually, funny enough, that uh, I'm not selfish enough. So things will come up. Like, luckily, we've got this locked in. This is agreed. Like, every couple of weeks, we're going to meet up, and this is totally cool. But things would come up, gigs would come up, or opportunities to go and, you know, take photographs or videos or stuff like that. And there's a whole sort of process I go through of not wanting to worry my wife or my family and not want to sort of say, Sometimes I wouldn't even want to say anything just in case I get a bad reaction and I say, Oh no, I'm busy and I'll kind of turn it down.
2: down Yeah,
1: but and I've I remember now and I remember the the people that have said it, and that kind of makes sense. Like that's what they were saying. Like I need to be a little bit more selfish and say, No, I'm going to go on tour, I'm going to go and do this or everything else. But the mere thought of having to do that and have that conversation, I don't think I can do it. And I think something's just hit me. It's because I don't know whether I said um my dad worked away. I used to work in uh, he worked in Africa yeah, and that's yeah. my why my mum and dad split up. So
2: you don't want yeah, that that so that's the fear in your brain is yeah. you're like don't be your dad or Yeah,
1: yeah. In well in that little bit, everything else he was alright at but No, I, mean, I
2: know that though. But like yeah, I, I have that fear of don't be your dad. Yeah. But, but does it come
1: from maybe like, right, yeah. but does it come from, I don't want to lose my wife and kids? Yeah. Which is a good yeah. thing, right? I guess.
2: Yeah, but, 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 there's a balance in there. Yeah. So the balance would be that uh, you are allowed to be you at points. Yeah. You are allowed to say, well, well this is important to me. Mm. Um, like this, when we set this up, I said, like, we'll do it every other week yeah. so that we won't upset our wives. Yeah, yeah, really. yeah. Because I feel the same as you. Yeah. Like, I feel very much the same as you. And I never want to let my wife and kids down. No. Uh, and my wife, uh, you know, I know she gets anxious and that with the kids and all. Um, But kind of, as we've been doing it, it's become more and more important to me. And I'm yeah. like, actually, you know, no you know if it was like oh can we do something on the first no 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 yeah i do this is a commitment there, uh, mm. and she understands that and i you've been doing that yeah um but the problem is so there has to be a balance so so for example if you never like sit strong with something you really want to do what happens is later on you'll be like you'll be bitter because you didn't do it then
1: yeah I've got a couple of bits like that that I feel that way about.
2: Uh, and then you'll be like, that's your fault. Yeah. And then almost to the point you'll be like, and that's my kid's fault. Yeah, yep. And those kind of, you, you're better off to have the small battle at the time. Yeah. And say, no, this is important to me and yeah. I need to do what I need to do now. Yeah. I'm not being, and you know, I'm not being unreasonable. No. Nah. Um, and if if you don't do it, that bitterness... That hits you later on. Um, actually, those are the things that fuck relationships. Yeah, yeah, like. yeah. Those bitterness, those things that eat you up, that tug at you later on. You know, when the kids are a bit older and you've got the space, and you're like, I can't fucking look at you. Yeah. You know, because all that bitterness comes back. Yeah. Um. And that's like, what I'm trying to say is actually that is worse. That is worse is that you can do things in a measured way um, and not harbour that resentment because the resentment is the things that make eat you up and make you ill.
1: Yeah, oh, definitely.
2: Because they've made me ill. Yeah. So by trying to please everyone all the time yeah, at the expense of yourself and the expense of you living a, a rich and fulfilling life, mm. uh, if you don't live that rich and fulfilling life as you really want to do, and you don't chase those dreams, um, then later on, like how long you could be married until you are a hundred? Yeah, you know, it's just gonna you're, end
1: up. Uh, like that is this that saps the longevity, right? Yeah, thing is, it's a film, isn't it? There is a f- like Adam Sarner click, like it's exactly it is. Yeah, and yeah, I, yeah. And I think that I think about that film a lot, and I and I think to myself, no, this is different because. I'm nice, and I do this, I do that, I do this, I do all of these things, and I'm not selfishly like going out all hours and working on this particular thing. I'm making it fit in where possible, and if it takes longer, it takes longer. Um,
2: But I think the thing is, though, at the moment,
1: at the moment, I I, I give
2: you a pass, Brad Action. I give you a pass because you've got a baby. Yeah. And I think... um, Circumstances dictate a lot of what you do.
1: Oh, right? totally, yeah.
2: So if you've got a baby, hmm then it's all lands on deck. Yeah. Well, I it 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 I used to be a chef mm-hmm. and uh it's weird because I learned a lot when I was a chef. When it's lunchtime and it's busy, it's all lands on deck yeah, of course. and all your planning and all your prep and everything goes out the window because you've got to be doing it there and then. Yeah. But afterwards, that's when you can do the bits you need to do to to satisfy yourself. Yeah, and I like I've just learned. I I think I think now is that from doing the podcast,
0: mm.
2: I've realised that I need to satisfy an element in, in me if I don't. I'm really
1: depressed. Yeah. So I've got a really long fuse. I'm really, 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 really oh, yeah. patient. Really, really patient. I've really, really, really got a fuse. Yeah. And I think that is detrimental as well. Yeah, I, I think, think Yeah, so. no, don't worry. I won't, I won't do it this week. I'll do it next week, or I do it the week after, and I do it. Sometimes it's helpful to blow And I've up. literally, I've done that since you know I was a kid, and it's just been the same thing. Like I've been in other bands, boy bands, and the music stuff, and the video stuff, and all that. It's like, all right, don't worry, it's not going to work out this time. Um I'll do it next time or another time. But the thing is, like. None of us really know how much time we got on this planet. I could walk out of here and get hit by a bus or whatever, and then that's it. And if we do really get an opportunity to just kind of look back on life, and am, am I going to be thinking, "Oh shit, fuck, I should have just done that thing"? Yes, yeah. it would have. Made and it's work nice out, right.
2: when it's nice when later on it, like you see, it didn't come to anything, and it's like,
0: ah,
1: yeah, ah, lovely, yeah,
2: yeah, lovely. I was right, yeah,
1: yeah. It's a mad feeling,
2: but then there's that other feeling, and there's always that that fucking bit. In the back of your brain, going, Well, if I'd have done that, then maybe it'd have happened.
1: Yeah, mine is if I hadn't have said this or I haven't have said that, which at the time was stuff that I feel like was right to say. But then I start going, Oh, fucking, I did say that thing. Oh, maybe I shouldn't have said that thing. That's why I'm not in that band anymore. I'm not doing that, this anymore, kind of thing.
2: Yeah, but that's because I think you're naturally that way. And also, so you're, I can't. So you need to blame yourself. Yeah, and I, blame others.
1: and I. Can't always say what I want to say in the moment of that conversation because I'm worried about pissing the other person off. Yeah. So that's why when I go home and go, fucking idiot, you don't actually feel like this. You feel like that. And you should have said this, that, and that. It's never that detailed, but there's always like one or two things that I think. But you well, know. I wish I said that.
2: I, I kind of think, like, through us doing this and talking to all these lovely people, if there's one thing that we get from it, Is that you say what you think a bit more? Yeah. You stop trying to please everyone. Don't, because all of a sudden
1: I might be right, bloody right, right. Right. Well, I've got this to say. No, that's the trouble. That's the the thing. The
2: problem is, is that what I'm saying is that you don't have to be a wanker.
1: No, and I think in my in my experience, people that are like that are wankers.
2: Yeah, but no, there's a different way. Like I stand up for myself. Yeah, I don't think.
1: No, you do it in a nice way. I
2: don't come across like a wanker. No, I, I, I say, hold on, man. I, I must admit, you're a good case
1: that. in point because even, like, it's like even when I got my tattoos done, and I was like, oh yeah, I'm thinking about this, that, and that, and you were like, no, because you'll look like a cunt, and I was like, oh yeah, I suppose I will. All right, fair enough. And it, literally, it come and went in that kind of that moment, and it's yeah, like, oh, no, right. Right. yeah. And it's like I was like, fucking hell, that's brutally honest and I love it.
2: Like it's great. Well that's
1: what I mean. Yeah. So you don't
2: have to be a wanker about it. Not brutally it because, honest, it's just honest. No, but if you say if you say if you're being honest and from the heart, yeah. That's totally different from just trying to manipulate. Yeah. that's the difference. If you're not if you're trying to manipulate someone, yeah, then you are being a wanker. Yeah.
1: I think it's because uh, like I say, I don't know the honesty or the, from the heartbeat. I don't really know what I want or what I think, I suppose, because I'm so affected by outside things, you know? Yeah. Which makes sense, I guess. But that's not helpful, is it? No.
2: Because it don't make you feel any better. No. This is kind of thing. The reason uh, I say all this, uh, I've been learning this about myself probably o- only over the last year. Yeah. Is that, uh, that none of that actually makes you feel any better. Actually, it makes you feel ill. Yeah. You know, like, we were talking about, like, one of my friends, you know, so often it was like I was just getting told what to do and I went along. Yeah. And, yes, I had fun. But actually, um, it made me feel small. Mm. Made me feel worthless and it really hit my uh, made and it just fed into that feeling of I'm not good enough yeah whereas really I should have gone like nah you know and like now I go nah yeah and I find and the good thing is like I, what I liked about having kids you go nah, I've got kids and then and then when that wore off my wife got cancer It's like ah oh, my wife's got cancer
1: ultimate excuse yeah
2: <laughs> and then you, um, and then it's just kind of like now I just like, there was a point, like, I had a meltdown last last year and it pretty much started last year. I was looking on Facebook and I had a, a like, a year ago yesterday, Jeremy Corbyn knocked on the door and I had a photo with him.
1: Your door? Yeah, yeah. Wow, really?
2: Yeah. And um, I like Jeremy Corbyn because he's, uh, he's a man about feelings. Mm. And, like, no matter what you say, like, he seems to be pretty, like, honest and... I'm not really into politics. Yeah, I don't know enough from to comment, my point of view, but he seems like a pretty honest uh kind of upfront yeah, kind of guy. It's important attributes
1: for a politician, really yeah. to be honest, yeah.
2: Um anyway, yeah, so it reminded me that was that was when I went off of work for like 6 months. And um yeah, and a lot of it was me just learning to kind of stand and the, one of the main reasons I went off cuz I didn't stand up for myself at work. Right. It really was. It was like someone's starting to piss out of me and I didn't go, Oi, hold on. I don't appreciate that. No. You know, and it's not like going, Oi, you're a fucking, what, What? oh, fucking, you fucking, yeah. I'm going to have a fucking fight. I'm so fucking angry. Yeah. It's like, I don't appreciate that. No. You know, and that, that's all right. What's yeah, wrong with
1: that? I disagree with what you're saying. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: It, actually, you know, what you're saying is making me feel really bad. Yeah. You know, and I just think if I'd have said it. And uh, what happened was I was saying, like, kept saying it over to myself. And then I was like, I got to a and I'm like, I've got to say it. And then my boss came over and I, I said it. Wow. I just said it. I said, you know, you're not the whole reason, but you're, you're the current reason why I'm in a fucking mess. Wow! And it was the whole thing about there's another man telling me what to do, making me feel small, making me feel useless. And, um, and I said, I said, I said that. And I said, you've made me fucking ill. Like, you you said this, you did that, all these things you did. And he went, yeah, I'm really sorry about that. I didn't really think about that.
0: Amazing.
2: He said, yeah, I've been thinking about it and I didn't realise. And I'm really sorry about that. And I give him respect for that. That's incredible. And I... From someone who's not really that way inclined. Yeah. And I actually fronted it out and said, this is how you made me feel. Mm. He said, yeah, I can
1: see that and I'm sorry. I suppose it's overcoming that fear of thinking that they might not be that particular person that's going to give you the answer that you want But back.
2: even if they don't, Brad, even if they don't... Yeah. Like... How much worse can you make it? uh, much At that point, how much worse could I have made it by saying, I think I didn't appreciate the way you treated me? Yeah. Is what I was saying. Yeah. How much worse could it have been? No. I'd have still gone back to work. It might have been awkward, but it wouldn't have been any worse than what was going on in my brain. I had to take six months off of work. I don't take six months off of work. I fucking do my job. Yeah. You know, I was a mess. I was like seeing a psychiatrist, loads of fucking meds. I was putting fags out of my arms. Wow. You know, I was a mess. Yeah. So it it was worth it. Yeah. Even just saying it was worth it. Yeah. And it's like, I just learned a really big lesson then. It's like, not, that's not going to happen to me again.
0: No. That's I'm going to
2: say what I think and I'm going to say how I feel and that's why I'm in.
1: How was it after that?
2: Uh, the relationship, like we get on really well again. Brilliant. Like, it's totally different. Yeah. Totally different. And he even said to me, uh, he went on something like a similar kind of course um, to like, overcome something and he went, you know, I remembered what you said to me when I came around your house that day. That when you do, like, that, you know, I was trying to say, like, I'm not sitting on this. You know, I know I've been ill, but I'm not sitting on it. I, I want to get better. I want to come back to work, and I want you to know that I'm not being lazy. Uh, that I'm going to therapy, and I said, and when I go to therapy, I fucking go in there in there with an open mind because I want to be better, mm. and I fucking will be better. And, um, and then he said to me afterwards, like later on, he's like, he'd done something similar. And he said, and that just ringed in my ears. I remembered what you said. It's like, if you you don't go in there and sit back on it, if you want to fucking do it, you fucking go in there and you do the work. Yeah. And that, for me, that was a massive, like that that made me feel great because I thought, you know, it's really, like, what a difference.
0: Yeah, open to
2: it. Like, and it almost felt like I was talking to my dad. It was really wow. weird. But it was like, you know...
1: What, talking to your dad at the point that it was better or talking to your dad in the incident that initiated it in the first place?
2: No, uh, no, it was like he was... I don't know, that's probably not the best analogy, but it was like he was a man, a manly man. Mm-hmm. And he'd almost learned something from me and come down to my level for a moment yeah yeah and that felt special wow it's like yeah and and I didn't feel frail no I didn't feel frail then I felt I felt strong for a change wow that do not happen very often
0: no
1: but empowered yeah that's really cool mate that's really really cool
2: so why am I saying all this, Bradley? Action.
1: Well, I want you to feel more empowered. Is why it's almost like I think. Yeah, I will feel empowered once everyone else is all right. <laughs>
2: but I think, like, as I just say, like at the moment, you've got your hands full and you've got to do oh, totally. you do. Whatever it takes.
1: Yeah, I mean,
2: and I don't think you. But what I'm, I don't think you need to feel guilty about everything.
1: No, it's, yeah, it's kind of a juggling act, I, I guess. And like I said in the beginning, like everyone's got a priority list in front of their face, I believe. And everyone's on it. It's just the getting to the point where I can sort of clear that list and get yeah, around to seeing everyone.
2: No. You message you going...
1: No, but the thing is, like this is the element that I want to work the most. Obviously, my family um, for them to be all right, and then this, I want this bit to work um, because I, if this does what I believe it can do, as in the podcast, um, a lot of that other stuff will sort itself out. I believe. Um, it may well throw up a whole other host of problems That we don't even know about But as long as me and you are alright I think we'll be alright
2: I just guess uh, I just I just I just really like you oh, I do I, like I really too.
1: like you <laughs> and,
0: um,
2: and I feel uh, I feel really lucky To be kind of sitting here with you Oh that's amazing I man. do I genuinely do. I yeah. do It feels It's really lovely and special And, and uh, You know like the comments on Facebook have been really lovely in they've your been
1: incredible like i genuinely i almost don't feel like I can't really remember I remember bits of what we spoke about, but I still don't feel i feel like there's still so much to talk about like even scratch. Yeah, like, we strange, kind of but... touch on things and then again, this might come from um if I do become a little bit more forthright with my conversation but we kind of touch on things and then I do go away thinking oh maybe I should have said this and that and everything else but that and that fades because what's nice is we don't really care what we talk about and it's kind of like I said before it's like encapsulated in these little episodes that if I want to I can go and kind of listen back to but I feel like the the power of all the stuff that's going on kind of Goes with each of these episodes. It does. And it's kind of, it. yeah, it literally just kind of dissipates. And what I'm finding is it's freeing up my mind to kind of be grateful for what is around me in the immediacy and what's kind of going on like now, you know? I
2: think that's really important. Yeah. Like kind of feeling grateful for what you've got and feeling, because I just think like in this world, we don't.
1: That was a chair, that wasn't me. It's this chair.
2: In this world, like, there's so much shit going on in it, and there's so much, so many influences with, like, social media and everything telling you that you need more and what you've got's not good enough. But we just don't feel grateful for the things we have
0: got. No. And, uh,
2: you know
0: we have so much really that's
1: difficult for me because I'm really really lucky I've got an amazing family um amazing house and an amazing place I don't own it it's not mine I have to work really hard to to kind of keep hold of it and that's part of me scared feeling scared about all, all of this work stuff because I feel like it could all go away in in a in an accident or an incident um but I think, like you say, social media is a massive problem because what I also see is people doing the job that I want to do and enjoying it, and I think, like, oh, why are you making beats on a laptop uh, on a beach and and I'm not?
2: Yeah, but then I also think is that you only ever see a moment in someone's life. So I could post pictures of me on a beach... With a guitar, looking like I'm living an idyllic life. That's true. But actually, inside uh, I'm in constant you turmoil. Could have
1: just been kicked out, and that's all you've got to yeah, your name. Yeah, uh, no clothes on, just on yeah. the beach, a wanderer.
2: Exactly. So
1: that actually sounds like not bad to me, though. If it was there, warm,
2: there, there there has been points in my life when I, I've totally thought I would really quite like to hand myself over to alcohol completely. Just hand myself over to it, and just go and have no responsibilities. Just turn my back on everything, Uh, drink myself to death, like leaving Las Vegas. Have you seen that? No. Nicholas Cage. I was just about to say Nick Cage film. I remember it being around. Yeah. And he drinks, and with the intention of drinking himself to death. I think I have seen that. Yeah. And he falls in love. It's a really beautiful film. It's really lovely. Um, And like that is totally in me. And the idea of just being a tramp, mm. uh, and just giving myself over to something, yeah, and not caring about, not worrying about anything else. But I realised that, you know, that's bullshit. Well, it
0: comes
1: with its own problems, doesn't it? Like, yeah, it does. Getting cold.
2: Yeah, getting cold. But you don't care. you not know. Like if, you're a, if you're a heroin addict on the streets, all that matters is your fix. Yeah. And there's something quite. There's something quite, um, there's a draw in that for me.
1: I think, I suppose really like it's a similar thing I was saying about the, excuse me, about the camper van thing. It's like you kind of want the simplicity of without all of this other shit going yeah. on and the pressures, of, not pressures, but like, you know, they're wearing this and this is happening and elections and Brexit and everything else. And it'd be nice just to just have that simple kind of, like I've got a mate who's just got in contact after, um, you know, I pretty much thought he was missing. I haven't heard from him for a while. Um, he's been in Mongolia um, in a silent monastery as a monk and now he's travelling around India. Um, and I just think, oh, that's so, so cool. But I I don't think that for myself. Like I want to take my wife and kids to do that as well.
2: So, yeah, I, when, when I see that, though, I, I see someone who, think, who potentially... Like they've gone there for a reason. People oh, yeah, do totally. things like that because they're normally, like I say, people. I say this is my assumption, mm. and I may be wrong, but normally people do something like that because they're um, they're unhappy. Yeah, and they've gone that they've done that to try and find happiness. Mm. Um, but often, when you go and do that, you find yourself yeah and it within that you're still you
0: yeah you're there yeah yeah
2: so like you know you might go well i'm just gonna go i'm gonna go traveling for a year this is why i never went traveling right because i always felt that i'd you know i could go to india or whatever and i would still be me yeah and i would still fucking hate myself mm. and i would still you know I'll still be carrying my brain with me. So I, I think... Because all the things that have happened to you have still happened to you. They don't go away. Yeah. But, you know, as, as I've been going on my own journey, thinking, oh,
1: maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe
2: that's exactly what kind of needs to happen.
1: I think just seeing the world from a different point of view, a different perspective, I think... Um,
2: Helps like seeing people in desperate poverty, but you know, still really happy. Like when you see kids in India, etc., yeah, and then you think, Yeah, maybe there's something in it.
0: Yeah, I mean,
1: I don't think it's an answer to anything, I think it definitely gives you balance and perspective. And for me, I came back from traveling and I was.
2: Did
1: you go travelling? Well, kind of. I didn't I've been, know you went travelling. Yeah, I've done bits and bobs. So I'd, I wouldn't would say like travelling, travelling. Me and Kate travel have travelled together a lot. Um, and like went to India and then me and Kate have been to Borneo and we what we did was we fly in one end and then make our way down and then fly out the other end kind of oh, thing. It's like, so like a little mini adventure, really. It's not kind of like disappearing for six months or whatever. So, again, I'm like super privileged and lucky that I've... I've done that, which is great, but I always find myself wanting to not, I want to come home, but I want to keep living that life, and I think it's because, you know, you save up all your money, so you haven't got money problems, and you're kind of eating the food that you want to eat, because it's all nice food there, and you know, you're doing what you want to do, and you're going on little adventure days. because
2: you haven't got the pressures of real life.
1: No, it's that escape. yeah. And yeah, I always find there's a sadness when we talk about holidays, we're on the holidays, and then we come back from the holidays to the point that I can't live on that holiday and still be there.
2: See, when I'm um, the complete opposite, when I go on holiday, it takes me a good few days to settle down mm. and get comfortable. And then I get comfortable for a couple of days, and then all I want to do is go home. Yeah. Like, I'm... I I just kind of realise more and more that I just like being at home. Yeah. Like, where I know everything. And it's because, like, my bastard brain is going, oh, what about this? What about that? What about this? Oh, and, right. You know, and I'll be like, oh, well, don't relax too much, mate. Cause what,
1: on a practical level, like malaria and terrorists no, and stuff no, like No, no,
2: no, no. Just on a level of my brain's going, don't relax too much. You're going out that our alarm? That's our hour.
1: Ah. Oh. Well, it's been really amazing. I can't believe the stuff that we've spoken about. It's... Right, it did get a little bit heavy. Yeah, really heavy, I thought. Thanks for listening, everyone. Thank you. Thank you.
2: I wanna say good night, everyone. <laughs> good night, everybody. Yeah, Thanks for listening. See you later everyone. That's see our hour. We'll see you next time. Top work. Take care. Bye. Bye.